All right, everybody. God, my voice is gone. That's what happens when you go to the Masters. A tradition unlike any other. Yep, just got back from the Masters. Maybe I should do this. Just do this. Just the Masters theme. Welcome back, friends. Another episode of YFT. Where I talk to you about a tradition unlike any other. It was a long stroll down Magnolia Lane on that fateful early April weekend. The magnolias were blooming. The rolling green hills of Augusta National were sparkling in the wind. And I and my wife were fucking wasted off of $4 beers, $4 white wines. Our bellies were full of pimento cheese sandwiches and barbecue pork sandwiches that were only $1.50 or $3, depending on which one you chose. It was a magical day. And then the rain came. And that, that part was not that great. It rained on us all Saturday. We were little poncho boys and girls just running around a swamp pit in Northeast Georgia. And it was beautiful. Let me tell you what happened. We get to the course at 7.30 a.m. on Saturday. And I say, Sarah, we gotta go to Amen Corner. And she says, what the, what the fuck is that? And I said, don't worry about it. It's just a place in the course that they call Amen Corner. And it just is what it is. So you can't run at Augusta. So we power walked. We got elbows out. We went full New York and we were slicing through the crowd. We walked down 10. Get to 11. See that ridiculously long par four. 520. Big dog leg left, up and then down over a hill and gale to a tiny little green protected by a little lake on the left. Then the famous 12 par three over the, over the lake. Just a stone's throw from Hogan Bridge. And we were like four roads deep on 12 and we sat there in ponchos and we watched a bunch of people make bogeys on 11 and a bunch of people make birdies on 12 and it was, it was amazing. But anyways, I digress. We'll, we'll do more of this. There, there's, there's much more. But first, we need to call the brand eye. Let's call her up. It's time now. We're calling the brand eye. How you doing? Um, I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah. What about you? I'm doing great. I just got back from the Masters. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Is it beautiful out there? Everyone should try to go to the Masters one day. It's a tradition unlike any other. I don't other. know. I saw a tree fall on some people. That's and true. That did happen. I don't think I need to go there. A tree did fall. There was a woman when the tree came like right at her, and then it's like the mm. two trees split right right around her, and no one got hurt. See, no, no, no. Yeah. 
Bad juju. Bad juju at the Masters. No, good juju at the Masters. Sarah loved it. And she's not like a golf, you know, lover. And we had so much fun, except on, I was telling the wife here before I called you, on Saturday, it was downpour. But uh, so we spent the entire day on Saturday just in the rain, just living the rain life. We were ponchos, but boy, did we have fun. And then on Sunday, the skies parted. Mm. The sun came out. We danced around Augusta National with our $3 beers and our $1.50 pimento cheese sandwiches and just got wasted. It was great. I was going to say, you had to have been wasted if it was fun being in the pouring rain. Oh, yeah. They don't serve uh, hard alcohol there. That's my least favorite thing about the Masters. It's only beer and wine. Like, not even like White Claws or something. And so I was just drinking beer the entire time. So I it's hard for me to get like really drunk off of beer. But when you do it yeah. all day long, you can get there. John Rahm won. He's the Spaniard. He was Sarah's second favorite pl player. So that was good because we were che cheering for Rory McIlroy, but he didn't make the cut. So John Rahm did. We did not want Brooks Kapka to win because he's on the Live Tour, and we mm. do not support the Live Tour. Um, so, Why not? Well, because it's a Saudi-backed tour. I see. And obviously there's a lot of blood money and oil money oh, and the, the way that they treat women and LGBTQ plus. Um, people over there is not great. Um, right, it's right, actually right. quite horrifying. And then um, they've also killed like journalists. It's just not a great, oh, there was this thing that happened a while ago called 9-11. Um, so like oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they yeah. were part of that. So yeah, and they're paying like all this money to like come steal all of our good players. And Why do we let them do all these things? Well, the PGA is like super not about it. Can't they like ban them? They did, but oh. the majors are separate from like PGA tournaments. So the four majors, the Masters, the US Open, the British Open, and the PGA um, are independent of everything else. So they can invite whoever they want. And so, you know, um, and the Masters is, is a tough one. And I also think the other ones too, like if you've won that tournament, you get invited back. You're a defending champion or whatnot. Everyone's like, I'm pro-capitalist. And so they're, they want, cause there's more money and that's capitalism. It's like, yeah, but also you're the same people who bitch and moan when like automotive companies are laying off folks because everything's going over to China and Japan to be made and they're making cars out of there. It's killing Detroit and, you know, Pittsburgh and stuff. And it's the same thing. We're exporting a major good of ours, a huge global sport to a different country. We shouldn't be allowing that. That's my kind of take on it. Also, they're terrible. It's about their human rights stuff. So, you know, I can't parse that. But anyway, so Brooks did not win, and I'm happy about that. Great. Uh, like John Rahm, he's a Spaniard. Uh, mm -hmm. Spaniards are killing it. I mean, he is, I think, the sixth Spaniard to win or something like that, but he's wow. the first European to win both the U.S. Open and the Masters. Really proud of that. It was so much fun, Brandy. It was That's seriously... Cute. Like I'm, I know, and if you like saw my Instagram post, I got like real kind of gushy about it because yes, it's true. Did. It was the most magical thing I've ever gotten to experience. It was so cool. And wow. if you ever get a chance to go, go. Even if you don't like golf, it's insane how well that place is run. And so it's funny, Ben told me beforehand, because he's been with his dad, and he was like, it's like Disneyland for adults. And when I heard that, I was like, oh yeah, okay. So it's like a magical place, but like, there's alcohol and like golf and stuff. So like adults like it. No, it's Disneyland for adults because it's run exactly like Disneyland. It is the most well 
oiled machine. It's, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of people are on this course. Everyone's like trying to get beers. And the speed in which you get through concessions is insane. Everyone is so nice. Just like in Disneyland, it's like, have a magical day. You know, it's like, welcome to the Masters. <laughs> but here's my favorite thing okay. about the Masters. They don't allow you to bring phones on the course. What? I know that seems crazy and like really hard to kind of wrap your brain around. But it one, it's nice, not so much for me, but for Sarah, who gets recognized a lot. When you're out in a very public place, you can kind of get bogged down with like once one person figures out who you are and that people are taking pictures, then like a line kind of starts to form and it kind of kind of slows you down. And then you become like this commodity to people that they just want their picture and they want to get the fuck out of there. And that's a weird thing too, because you're trying to make a connection with people, but really only want the picture and then they want to leave. So for Sarah and for myself as well, like it was really, really wonderful because people would come up to us and be like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm a big fan of Modern Family. Or I'm a big fan of The Bachelor, but you can't do the thing like, can I get a picture? You There's just no sit phones. there, no phones. So you that's sit genius. there and you have a fucking conversation with people. And then it's just very normal. And everyone everyone after that's like, wow, it's so weird how normal you are. And it's like, no, you don't understand. This is not normal for, for us. And I wish it was normal for us. And I understand that's like kind of part of, I guess, the price you pay if you, if you get in the entertainment industry. But it was so lovely. We had so many conversations with people. And we had so many conversations with each other because you don't have your phone to like distract you. Yeah. And you could see that the entire the entire place, everyone's having such a good time because it's such this amazing event. And there's all these things you talk about. You can talk about the sandwiches. You can talk about the cheap beer concessions. Like, talk about how amazing the course looks. You can talk about who's playing. You can talk about where, where did you come from? Like, where are you staying? What days were you here? And all that kind of stuff. You have all these conversations to have. And we, like, actually got to meet people and talk to people. And everyone was so lovely. And I was like, I wish that more events were like that. Like, take away, like, the whole, like, not taking selfies with people. Because that's, like, very maybe unrelatable thing. But that was something that was, that was like, a, kind of a bonus for us. But, like, forcing you to have actual conversations with people is so more fulfilling. And I also think, like, in terms of those people's, like, story about getting to meet Haley from Modern Family, the 13 minutes that Sarah spent talking with you about, like, where you're from and like how what you're enjoying is better than I think the picture that you get to post on Instagram. Yeah. And so I wish that more events were like that. And then it also like you're not as old as me, but I'm sure you remember like the days before cell phones, you just were like, okay, at one we're meeting over there, you know, yeah. like this, we have a plan meet over there. If things go awry and we get split up our like meet up places over there. And I know that seems like that would take longer because you're like tech, you could text in exactly where you are. But in a huge field like that or a huge golf course, it actually is easier if you lose people and be like, okay, we got to go back up to the sign where we said. And it, it makes it so much faster to like meet up with, with folks. I mean, like the only thing that I wish I did have was like a camera there to like kind of document more of the stuff. Yeah, you should have taken a disposable or something. You can't. You can't even have a disposable camera? No. Wow. I know. It was it was bonkers. And it was so and I was like more more events should be like this. Like yeah. you don't need to have your cell phone. It's true. At all. Well, I feel like a lot of times we're so busy trying to document things that we don't enjoy it. So, I agree, I think. It's genius. And full support of like changing every big event to this. Yeah. It was so cool. 
there's like a photo floating around and it's like a side by side of like an NBA game and you know one's like before phones and yeah. then the other one's like this year and everyone's fucking phone is in the air taking a photo of whoever's shooting yeah in the recent photo and then in the older one it's like everyone's like cheering and high-fiving each other and enjoying the game and it's like yeah. wow that is literally what this has come to yeah. so man how crazy would it be if they like banned phones from concerts and sports games like that would be a game changer i feel like everybody would actually enjoy it more yeah I, I know that everyone would balk at, like, if there was legislation that was posed. But I'm telling you, if you just went to the Masters and experienced a life with no phone for three days. Mm-hmm. And, and then also the weird thing of, like, when we got done, I was like, I don't need to look at my phone. Once you get it taken away from you, you kind of, like, lose that, like. Yeah. Because it's all about feeling awkward, right? It's like when you feel awkward, then you're like, I'm going to get my phone out and look, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you're forced to, like, look around and, like. People are like, hi, and then you're like, hey, what's up? And then you start having conversations. Then then when you get it back, you're like, I don't need, I can still talk to everyone here. So anyways, it was so cool. Big fan of, of that event. Like it's such a well-oiled machine and obviously everyone wants a picture. So they have a, a thing where you go to like where the clubhouse is mm-hmm. and they have a professional photographer there and they take your picture and then they give you a QR code. Mm. And so when you get back, you can get that picture. The one thing that is crazy about it, though, because you don't have your phone, you have no idea what's happening in the tournament. Like you're oh, just you're just oh. like watching. You can either follow everyone. I mean, there's leaderboards everywhere, but people because they don't have their phones, you're watching the scoreboard, and, and they do it manually, right? Like there's a guy mm-hmm. back there that's like changing the numbers, and so like when a number gets changed, everyone's like, oh, because that's <laughs> how you find out like what happened. That's funny. Which is like super old school. So, and yeah, you, it's cool though. And what's, it's very cool because you can hear the roars and stuff. So, like, you know, if someone's done something special, like far away from you. So then you're like, fuck, what was that for? Like, did Tiger make a putt or like what hat? Like, did, you know, did John Rahm make a birdie? And then everyone's like looking at the scoreboard and then it changes and then you can, you figure out what happened. And it's like the whole thing, I, I was saying it to Sarah, the whole thing is stuck in time. It's like stuck in the 50s in like a in like a not a bad way in like a great way like of what it what sports used to be. Yeah. Anyways. I love that. Love that for you. Thank you. I know I saw someone write on my Instagram post as Brandy would say, I love that for you. Yeah, I do. Yeah. How was your weekend? Uh it was good. I did a little staycation here in Nashville down at the one hotel. It was my best friend Kirsten's 30th birthday. Um, so we celebrated all weekend, stayed down there at the hotel. It's brand new. It's so nice. Um, had a spa day, had a nice group dinner, um, enjoyed the rooftop there, had some drinks, you know, um, took Astra with me because they're pet friendly, which is lovely. So yeah, had a great weekend. Very chill. Very chill. Nice. All right. Should we... Um... Should we start the show? Yeah. All right. Is it me or you? I think it's you. Okay. I'm going to do this again. <laughs> Hello, friends, bros and hoes. You're listening to Your Favorite Thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. That's right. Welcome back to the 2023 Masters Tournament. It's going to be a day. We're going to have some fun. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, we did it. 
All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bull and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Okay. I have lots to talk about. Oh, good. I have yeah. a few things to talk okay. about. That's good. Okay. Where should we start? Well, Taylor Swift is uh, single again. So, did you see that? Crickets sound. I mean, is that what you wanted? Yeah. Are we shocked? I was thinking about it, and I was talking about it. Like Bob Dylan writes about this in his autobiography. Not to say that Bob Dylan and Taylor Swift are the same, but they're not that different. Bob Dylan talks about how he used his life's pain to be able to create a lot of amazing art. Of course. And then when you start getting positive affirmation for making yourself hurt, mm -hmm. then it becomes not a thing of, well, I'm going to make a good thing out of a bad thing. It becomes this is the only way I can make good things. And mm -hmm. I start to wonder if all of this stuff with Taylor, and it just seems like she so badly wants to be loved and happy and everything. But I, I wonder if it's a thing of, she self-sabotages because she knows it makes great art for her. And that makes me sad. But it's also... I think a lot of people are like that. Absolutely. A lot of artists. Of, yes. So many brooding musicians mm -hmm. are... Yes. Because it's true. It's the sad... Like we always say, we love sad bastard music. And yeah. the sad music is what people connect with the most, which is kind of fucked up. But like, I'm right there with you. Like happy music just doesn't sell the same. No. If you ever listen to some of your favorite songs, and if they are pop songs and they're, and they're upbeat and happy and in major chords, but if you read the lyrics, they're very, very dark usually. Mm -hmm. And so you're still even identifying with the sadness in a happy song. Exactly. Well, Flowers is like that. It's like yeah. it sounds kind of happy. It's upbeat and it's positive in the sense of like, I can buy myself flowers, blah, blah, blah. But like the root of the song is sad as fuck. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just, it's just the truth. Sad music sells the best. I know. And it's funny because she had that song, like, it's not you, it's me, I'm the problem. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's probably true. Anyways, so I just hope that maybe she realizes... She realizes that she can separate that. My, that was my whole takeaway from when I saw it. And I was like, man, they were together for seven years. It's a long time. time. And who knows? Maybe he just was like, wouldn't pull the trigger or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I do wonder if um, she self-sabotages to create art. That's just my thought. Yeah, fair. Other stuff in the news. Oh, okay. Big news guy today. Big news guy today. Millie Bobby Brown. I know. Millie Bobby Brown. Engaged, so baby. Are you telling me that the kids on... Stranger Things can get married now? 
Yes. When the fuck did that time happen? I don't know. She is very young to be getting married. Okay, thank thank you for saying that. that makes she you is. Feel I, when I saw it, my immediate reaction was, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, ki the the little kids are getting engaged before me. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is... <laughs> not great. <laughs> it's not a great look for me, I'll tell you that. Yeah. No, she is, um, she's very young, but, like, I'm happy for her. I, I think she's such a doll, and she seems very happy, so... Yeah, I'm Congrats happy for her, to too. Uh, I'm just terrified... That, oh, yeah. like, kids that are, like, I I still think of as, like, in middle school mm -hmm. are able to get married. Because yeah. if they're able to get married, how old does that make me? Exactly. I'm just going to start talking like erotic grandpa because I think that's what I am. I'm just fucking old now with long, saggy balls. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yikes. But speaking of the children, the, the kids, you know, falling in love and stuff. Yeah. You probably haven't noticed because you probably don't pay this much attention to young Nikki's socials, but it looks like young Nikki has a love interest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who is it? Is and it some rapper named like I Lil Blowjob or something? I will not reveal details, but that's how I'm going to feel if Noah ever gets married. No matter how old I am, I will still, it'll still make me feel ancient. Yeah. She, you know what I mean? Like she'll never, I guess the way to, right way to say that is like, even if she's 25 and gets engaged or 30 and gets engaged, it'll still make me feel so much older and I'll still always look at her as like a little baby because she's my baby sister. Yeah. Well, she happy? You know? uh, she seems very happy. Is the guy that she's dating... I don't want to speak for her, but she, she seems very happy. Is the guy that she's dating, does he have like a stupid name? I will say nothing. Like a stupid name? I will say nothing. What was Go the look on her Insta though. She'll, she'll post some... They're very stealth photos, like very okay. like not in your face at all, but she's been posting some photos and okay. they're very cute. She just, you know, seems very happy and I, I love that for Noah, but Noah's the sad music girl. Yeah. You know? So I'm, I always am curious to know, like, it's, it's just... I feel like this is the first time really since Noah's been doing music that she's been in a healthy relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious to see how that reflects in her music, you know? All right. Well, that makes me very, very happy. <laughs> I think the first thing I really want to talk about today is succession. Are you caught up? No. Okay, I don't know what to tell you because I have to talk about it today. So okay, maybe, I'm maybe take my yeah, down. maybe this is you need to be you need to not okay, listen. Just wave at me when you're done. Okay. Okay, great. All right, and for everyone out there, all the wife out there that that haven't caught up on on succession, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I know Brandy's insane, but I don't. I didn't think you guys were. But if you haven't seen succession, if you're not completely caught up then yeah, I think that you should not listen to this. Give me three minutes on the clock. All right, here we go. Holy shit. That was a fucking amazing episode. I cannot get over the way they did that. Logan finally dies, which is so funny because last episode I was like, he's never gonna die, what the fuck's going on? And of course the next episode he does die. But the way that they did that, where they never really show him die, you get a couple shots of them kind of working on his chest, but how... It's really shot from the kid's perspective is so amazing. And God dang it, if, if this isn't Kiernan's Emmy episode, I don't know what is. I mean, that whole episode is about him. Yes, it's also about Kendall and Shiv and their experience with it. But it starts out with Logan making Romulus do something that he doesn't want to do, which is fire and effectively dump Jerry, and I want to, I hope that they explain why he wanted to do that, like what the moves were to, to do that, because 
I didn't really understand it, but I, I think it was more like to see if Rome was being loyal, which he was. And the way that they shot that whole scene, which is basically like one take, and if you watch like the behind the scenes afterwards where they're talking about how it was just a 23 minute scene shot completely at one time while they were like redoing reels of film is so freaking bonkers. It feels that way. It feels like it's just you're, you're there with these kids and how they're dealing with it. And it's interesting to see like everyone kind of breaks down. Uh, Kiernan's character breaks down. Uh, Kendall breaks down in his own way and Shiv really does break down. Rome is, is feeling guilt because he thinks he has done this because he called enough that message for his dad about like, I can't believe you made me do this to Jerry. Like, are you a cunt? Like, what's going on? And then, you know, Kendall, is, it, it takes action. He's like, all right, let's get my doctor. Let's get these doctors. So he's like kind of taking action and, and not really getting emotional. And Shiv kind of breaks down, but they have her be the one that does the press conference. So you're wondering who is the one who is who's going to take over. And I do think, and I've been saying this since season one, Sarah and I have been talking about it, I do think that Rome should be the leader of this company. He's a dirtbag, and that company is, you know, it's supposed to be Fox News effectively, and I think you kind of need, need to be a dirtbag to be in charge of it, but he's extremely loyal. He's proven that time and time again. I think that he is smart, and he's not like cringy like Kendall is. Um, he's not like overly spiteful and angry like Shiv is. And Shiv's got so much going on with the Tom situation of it all, with her feelings with her dad. So I still am rooting for Rome to take over. Anyways, the way that they killed him off was so beautiful. It made me feel bad for Brian Cox because he didn't have like this kind of like amazing last scene, but he did in the last episode where he gets up on the paper boxes and is like, we're gonna be fucking pirates. I mean, so that was like his, I didn't know that was his swan song, but anyways, I just thought beautiful the way that that was done. Uh, I This show just continues to be fucking amazing. And Kieran Culkin, I think that you are in a sea of amazing actors. I think that you're the best and I think you should win an Emmy and I think that you should take over for um, the company. And that Kind of all I have to say. Okay, I'll bring Brandy back in. That was long. Are you loving the season? Yes, and like oh, okay. this last episode, like the episode beforehand. Have you? Are you? Did you catch up with with the episode? I haven't before? started it at all. My mom acted like the season wasn't as good as the others. Have you talked to her since? No, she only watched like episode one or two or something. Yeah, it's good. Okay. And this Great. most recent episode is bonkers. Okay. And so well done. All right. Well, I'll catch up this week. Please. Please do. Big succession guy. Big mm. fan. Big fan. You got anything? Please tell me that you have seen some of Jury Duty. Yeah, we started watching it last night. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And it, it's weird because TikTok was what kind of like tip, me too. tipped me off to it. Same. Because it's on Freebie, which is... Uh, I don't I've, even know what that is. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a it's an app that lives on Amazon. It's funny because it's where Sarah's show Squished is. You can access Watch all it of it. Amazon. Yeah, you can access it through Prime. Yeah. But if you haven't heard about what this show is, let me just give you the tag. It follows the workings of an American jury trial through the eyes of Ronald Gladden, a juror who is unaware the entire case is fake. Everyone except him is an actor, and everything that happens is carefully planned. Jury duty on freebie. Okay, so it's too good. It's amazing. So this guy named Ronald Gladden who ends up becoming the um, the head juror, I guess. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So the, he thinks he's doing a documentary about like the ins and outs of like being on a doing jury duty. But everyone's an actor. But there's also James Marsden who is an actor, but he's playing himself. But he's acting. But he's acting, and he <laughs> yeah. he's coming across as such like a douchebag. It's so. Good. But <clears throat> I'm surprised he took this role. Like that. This is kind of. Uh, yeah. It's it, risky. It's very risky. But um, I love it. And like it's risky and like I'm sure the script, I'm sure he was like, oh, fuck, I don't know. I know. Because he play. I don't think he's a, I've met him before. He's not like a real, he's not a douchebag in real life, but he comes yeah. across as this like very arrogant kind of douchey actor. <laughs> Anyways, the whole thing is so fucking funny. I mean, there's like a guy who... <laughs> There's a, there's a woman who can't, like, stay awake, so she, like, starts taking, like, weed gummies and stuff. He's got to, like, keep her awake. Uh, there's, there's like, everyone's in the first episode is, like, trying to get out of jury duty. So one guy's like, how do I get out? And he's like, well, there's this episode of Family Guy where Peter pretends to be racist, and that's how he gets out. And so the guy does, like, the racist thing, <laughs> tries to get out of it. James Marsden calls paparazzi on himself to, like, get them to come down <laughs> to the courtroom so he can be a distraction, so he can get let out. He does it. It is... So fantastic. Go watch Jury Duty on Freebie a la Prime. It's so funny. Yeah. But I really hope they do some sort of after show yeah. <laughs> where they can actually all sit around and talk about it. Yeah. I got to know what this guy's thinking now that he knows this is all fake. You know? Yeah. I'm sure he's like, you guys should pay me more money. I'm the star of this thing. I had no idea. Seriously. And I'm always so shocked at the fact that he doesn't laugh. Like, if it were me, even if I thought it was real, I would not be able to keep a straight face with some of the shit that's been going on. The guy with the crutches pants. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I just would not be able to keep a straight face. And the guy that wants to uh, become like a cybernetic organism, like where he wants to like (laughs) implant a camel camel pack into his body so he can always be drinking water (laughs) and shit. Like, Like how do you keep your... How do you keep a straight face? Like, yeah. I couldn't do it. I know. It's so good. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. I so badly wish that that was me. Like, I got this. And I, and I had no idea. Because it would be so funny. Because you can see, I haven't seen the whole thing, but you can see that there are times when he's like, I think that this is, like, a reality show. Like, this is crazy. Like, he starts to realize it. Yeah. I mean, you have to. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, have you seen Beef? No, what's that? Two people let a road rage incident burrow in their minds and slowly consume their every thought and action. Beef. It's Ali Wong, who's great, and uh, Stephen Yu, who was in, like, Nope and, like, a bunch of stuff. And effectively, like, it starts with them getting into, like, a road rage thing, and then it just, like, starts to spiral, and, like, one tries to fuck with the other one, and the other one starts fucking with the other one, and their lives kind of, like, disintegrating because of this. And it is... Absolutely fantastic. Okay. Where is that on? Uh, what is that on? Netflix. Go on watch. Netflix. Go watch Beef on Netflix. Cute. Yeah. Well, speaking of Netflix. Yeah. I think I brought it up last week, but hadn't started it. The Night Agent. Yeah. I binged it so fast. Freaking obsessed. Good. Loved it. Great show. Have you watched it? No, I haven't. Oh, I mean, it might not be your cup of tea, but it's like, it's like a political thriller you know, we oh, lo- this we is love, the like, phone. The phone never rings. That rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a like it's like a cross of like a designated survivor meets like a twenty four, meets like a little bit of a romance. Yeah, wrapped up into it, and it's so good. After like it took me like two episodes to get hooked, but once I was hooked, man, was I hooked. Yeah, 
and it's very good. They leave it on like not a cliffhanger necessarily, but definitely open ended. And I heard yesterday that they did renew for season two. So oh, nice. We love that. Great show. Highly recommend. Love is Blind is blowing oh, my mind. It's so good. Okay, so I just wanted to just wanted to play like this one part <laughs> and then like get your thoughts on it. Okay. I can't love you because I'm attracted to Josh. Dun, 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 dun. I just saw Josh. And there is some chemistry. So what was the talk about? It was him basically confessing his feelings. What are you saying to me right now? I don't want to be with you anymore. And... You want to be with Josh? I will find that out. Okay, Jackie. That is very hurtful. I'm just telling you, Marshall, that I just can't be with you. I can't. I would like the ring back because I don't think that you deserve it. Because you should never have accepted my proposal. Well, I'm going to keep the ring because I accepted it because I wanted to marry you. Everything I told you in that pod was real. She and you know lying. what? I, I don't even care. You can you can keep the ring. Every time you look at that thing, whatever you do with it, I want you to be reminded that you passed up on something great. Yes, King. Tell him. Okay. I wanted to know like what your thoughts are on that. Well, last week when I said that some of the women on this show are garbage. Yeah. Here's example A. This is what you're talking sweet about. Sweet, sweet Marshall. I know. Sweet, sweet Marshall was at his tux fitting for their I wedding. I know. And, and she was making out at a lunch. Oh, my God. But you know what? We've we've known that she's... Trash. You know. Yeah, you said it, not me. We've known this, right? Like, like let's just go back to the scene where they're in the pool in Mexico, and yeah. she's, like, trash talking one of the girls on camera, and he's in the pool next to her. He hears her talking yeah. shit about this girl that's supposed to be, like, not her friend, but she's nice to her face. It's like, that was red flag number one about the type of girl you're dating, right? It's like, if she's doing that to someone, then she's probably doing it to you kind of thing. Um, but I just, Marshall just seems so freaking sweet. I'm not shocked by this, but like he clearly is. Um, what do you think about the ring thing? Like my whole thing is like, do they even get to, like, how does it work? Like on The Bachelor, right? You got to stay together for a while to keep the ring. Yeah. Like, do they not take them back if you don't get married? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't think he bought that ring. I think no. that my thought is, is that if he did buy that ring, or that was like an heirloom of his family's or something. Yeah, you need yeah. to give that back. Absolutely. But I don't I guarantee you that there's got to be some incentive for these people to get engaged. They have to at least buy them rings. Yeah, I, I would assume so as well. And I assume that there's a clause in the contract that says, guess what? No one's getting to keep that ring because you guys aren't together. Yeah. What are you fucking talking about? Right. Um, but I just I was just blown away at like, OK, so. So you committed to this man and then you effectively cheated on him, and then you told him that you didn't want to be with him, but then you still want to keep the ring? Like, what the f what? Do you just want the money? Like, are you just the worst person in the world? I think, yeah. Okay, let's just take this into the real world. If you get engaged, so the exact same scenario, the guy gives the girl a ring, the girl decides to cheat on you and, and leave, and the guy asks for it back, you have to give that back, right? Have to. Okay. I mean, you should. You should. Yeah. Yeah, that was not good. I did not like that part. No. Yeah, but anyways, good show.
so good. I also, though, like, we have to talk about how does Chelsea not see that Kwame is disgusted by her? Yeah. Not only is it like a, oh, I don't know if this guy's really in love with me kind of thing. It's, uh, does this guy even like being around me? Like, to me, the scene of them shopping in Seattle, she's, like, trying on clothes and stuff. Like, I felt so awkward for them. Yeah. Like, it just seemed like he would have rather been anywhere else with anyone else. And it's like, how do, how as a girl, like, do you not, like read that energy and at least at the very least wonder like hey are we good yeah. like she doesn't even question like are we good totally it's insane yeah i don't get it also there were way too many women at her wedding that could have stepped up and said hey girl we gotta pick one statement yeah. necklace or statement earrings <laughs> can't do both not especially honestly i wouldn't have done either with that insane with like not insane dress but it was just it was a lot going on yeah. right like the dress was a lot just do a simple gold hoop or something you know but like we can't do statement earring and statement necklace no 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 no. come on everyone and knows everyone that. let her do it if they all let her do it yeah because they don't want it to, to work out oh my god this is so funny. 6 a.m. to noon, and I'm not crazy. You're crazy for thinking it takes 24 hours, just like some dude in a cave did 300 years ago. My second day starts at noon and goes till 6 p.m. That's day two. And then the next day is 6 p.m. to midnight. What I've done now is I have changed and manipulated time. I now get 21 days a week. Stack that up over a month, I'm going to kick your butt. Mm. Stack it up over a year, you're toast. Stack it up over five years, my entire life is different than it would have been otherwise. Ooh, another white boy with a podcast. Crypto, gym bro. Another white boy with a podcast. Pronouns, hell no. Another white boy with a podcast. Meal prep, sports bet. Another white boy with a podcast. My dog once licked my balls. Do you want to see the video? It went viral. Oh, God, it's so funny. What is, it? is that? So it's just like this fucking meatball talking about like what his day's like which is like meal prep waking up at 3 a.m to work out and it's just like it, you've you've seen this and you've heard this and even i am guilty of this too and i'm talking about like cold plunging and shit you know mm -hmm. but it's so true it's like a lot of these people's complete personality and then the guy being like another white boy with the butt cast like it's just That's funny fucking the best hilarious did you see the thing about the dalai lama no you didn't see that no, I didn't. The Dalai Lama, the Tibetan's 87-year-old spiritual leader, apologized on Monday after footage showed him asking a young boy to quote-unquote suck my tongue at a public event. A video clip has been circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, if he could give him a hug. That seems normal. Said a statement on the uh, exiled leader's Twitter account, which has 19 million followers, his Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as many of the friends across the world, for the hurt this may have caused. The statement said the Dalai Lama leader often teases people when he meets them in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. What the fuck are you talking about? What? That isn't teasing somebody. That's a sexual thing. I don't even suck on my wife's tongue, okay? Yeah. We're married. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is definitely the first I've heard of this. The video, which has one million views on Twitter, also shows the Nobel Peace Laureate apparently giving the boy a peck on the lips in the Ew. presence of an audience who are heard clapping and laughing while a man captures the moment on the phone. When I saw first, I was like, there's no way this is real. Come on, it's the Dalai Lama. He's like the chosen one or whatever. Right. No, no, no. That's uh, fucking weird, dude. And mm. let me just ask you this. Is every religious leader like a complete... Fucking creep ball. Is that? Yeah, it's starting to look that way, isn't it? It is. Like, mm. 
do when they all get together are they like okay we're gonna make you a big deal but um are you the fucking creepiest guy in the world and they're like yeah i am like perfect that's what we needed that we gotta have that we gotta have a little creepiness if you're gonna be the leader of any religion so Mm, guess so Guess so. And you know what? The poor Mormons are just out here fucking soaking. You know, that's not even the worst thing. They're just fucking and not fucking. They're fucking and pretending it's not fucking, but it's fucking. <laughs> you know, they're just fucking. They're just fucking badly. Mm-hmm. And we're giving them a bunch of shit. At least it's not sucking on tongues. Ew. Just saying. But I saw, I'm making a joke of this, but it's not funny at all. It's a little boy. It's fucking disgusting. What the fuck is he canceled now? Can can a holy leader be canceled? I think they should. I think so. I think they should be. Yeah. Right. Anyways, fucking bonkers. By the way, I have a bone to pick. Okay. I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. Oh, I love I love a good rant. So, my iPad stops charging the other day. Mm. Fine. I go to the Apple store. I make a appointment with the Genius Bar. I go to said Apple store, and I'm like, hey, my iPad won't charge. It's relatively new in the past couple of years. It's a pro, so it's a nice one. I know that. Mm-hmm. And so he looks at my account and he's like, yeah, you know, if, uh, let me see if we can charge. And then he's like, okay, it doesn't charge. And he's like, oh, let me look at your account. If this says Apple Care, we'll just switch it out. And I don't have Apple Care. I don't mm-hmm. know why I didn't have that, but I should have, I guess. And he's like, listen, ah, oh, man. So here's the deal. Like, we can't fix it. If we crack it open, you know, like there's a way that we could like lose the motherboard and like the Johnson rods won't connect anymore. And like, you know, it could be very dangerous and we just can't do it, you know? So here's what I would suggest since you don't have Apple Care. I was like, I, he's like, I think that we should just, you should just buy a new one and then you should recycle yours right here. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. Oh, you guys can't fix it. Like, it just seems like it's a charging port. That It just seems like you've swapped that puppy out and it seems like you're good. No, like, I don't know. He's like, no, we can't do it, you know? And I'm like, okay. So he's like, I'm going to hook you up, dude, because I love you. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get you the the student discount. Which, by the way, anyone can go, if you go all the way down to the bottom of the Apple Store and go to student, and you go, it takes you to, like, basically the exact same thing, but it thinks you're a student, and you get, like, 20% off. So there you go. Anyone can do it. This is what this guy told me. He's like, don't worry, I'm going to get you the discount. Here's what you can get, and with the discount, it comes out to about $789, which is like a pretty good deal. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I guess so. I don't know. I don't fucking know. And he's like, okay, so um, so I was like, ring it up, I guess. You know, I, I need an iPad. I'm traveling, and I need to be able to watch it on the phone, on the on the plane. He's like, okay, so can I take this one, and can I go recycle it? And, you know, it's like good for the environment. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to I'm gonna hold on to it, like, just, just in case thinking I'm going to take it to like one of these computer fix it places and see what they did, what they say. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. You can try it, but it's just probably not going to work out. And I was like, well, I'm going to try it. So I buy this thing. I walked a 14 steps over to fix, which is right next door to the Apple store to a, a lovely young, like Ukrainian man. My iPad won't charge. And like, they're saying like the Johnson rods won't connect and like the motherboard's going to fry. Like, so can you fix this? And he's like, Yes, I fix, I fix. And I'm like, so how much is that going to be? And he's like, $75. And I was like, $75? Absolutely, let's go do that. Down payment to $33. I'm like, okay, great, here you go. Not. 24 hours later, my friend Caesar from Fix calls me up and he's like, it's fixed, come come get it now. I go back over there for $75. He just replaced the part. And let me ask you this, Apple, what the fuck were you going to do? I can tell you what you were going to do. One, you wanted me to buy a new fucking thing, which I did, yep. but I returned because your boy is thrifty. What they were going to do is they were going to take this, 
knowing full well it was fine other than a little port. They were going to fix it, and then they were going to resell it as refurbished. Fuck yep. you, man. Fix it. And you know what the worst part is? I have money, so like I can just buy a fucking iPad or whatever. But someone else sat down right next to me. Same problem, exact same no. problem. And it was it was this little girl. It was this little girl's iPad, and it was this little Mexican girl and her dad. And you could tell like he works with his hands, okay? And maybe he has a ton of money or whatnot. But the guy did the exact same thing to this family, and they mm. bought a fucking eight hundred dollar <gasps> thing. Because they said it couldn't charge it. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't know to be like, hey, man, just fucking go to fix it. Go see my yeah. buddy Caesar at, at fix it. He will fucking do it for no money. And it's a fucking wow. total scam, dude. Yeah. Total I mean, Apple fuck. just as a whole is a scam, unfortunately. Total fucking scam. It's one thing for me, but this like little girl, you know, her little iPad. Oh, fuck, yeah. man. So anyways, Apple, do better, okay? Stop trying to scam people. Mm-hmm. You bitch. That's how they are Apple, though. I know. Sad. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Hey, every app that I've ever had, stop asking me to rate it. I don't want to do that, okay? No, I don't want to do that either. Stop fucking doing that. Mm-mm. You, do you know what? When you do that, it makes me want to give you less stars. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Fuck your app. I don't care. Why do you care how many stars it gets? No one gives a shit. All right? No, Does especially it work? like Instagram. Yeah. Like, do you, do you even need this? No. Everyone yeah. has Instagram. Yeah, I just tried to turn on Spotify to ask me that. Spotify. Yeah, like, what? I, I already pay for it. Yeah. I pay for your service, okay? Clearly, we, we like it. Yeah, you fucking assholes. All right. Uh, <laughs> what are you looking forward to coming up? I'm coming out there in a couple weeks for Stagecoach. Oh, nice. Love a good, you know, you could come out. It's another excuse to wear your cowboy boots, you know? Oh, new boot goofing. I'm there. Come on out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me tickets. I don't even have tickets. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then fuck that. But that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, just a reminder to everyone that um, next week, a week after this comes out, I'm going to be in Dallas at Las Colinas Country Club playing in the Invited Invitational. Which, oh, you are. Yeah, and uh, Higgins is going to be there, oh. and my buddy Robbie Amell, and like a bunch of like really famous athletes. So like that's how you get your oh. boyfriends in there. If Travis Kelsey's there, hello. I don't think he is, but like there's a lot of famous athletes there. It's pretty crazy. And the tickets are free. So look up the Invited Invitational in Dallas, and you can get tickets, and we're going to be there. I'm going to be making drinks for people and also playing golf and stuff. And it's on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, cute. yeah, come hang out with us. That'd be a lot of fun. Very cute. Love that for y'all. Yeah, it's free. Free. If it's free, it's for me, and I'll take three. Yeah. All right. Um, well, this was the Masters episode. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was great. All, right. all I know is my face looks so much more tan than yours. I, I know. i got to use these drops. All right. You send them to me, dude. They're on the way. All right. All right. Uh, Wife Tears, we love you. Love y'all. See you later. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.